Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another week at the HLP. We've got a pretty tough one for this week. So without much prelude, I will welcome you directly into episode 204, Through the Dire and Flames. and things that go boom then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast hey everybody and welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast episode 204 or like i like to call it one month anniversary of episode 200. <laughs> they said we wouldn't make it. Can you guys believe it? Wow. It really, at uh, three past 200, I, we thought that we, you know, we're at a really special That's mark. Right, but, I was heading over the hill, but now. And now we're at four past 200. And it's it's a big milestone. Yeah, now we're just cresting that, uh, cresting that big old hill about to tumble down. You're getting really ridiculous. I don't like that attitude. You give me a lot of tood. What are you drinking? I think you're so bold over there. What are you drinking that makes you so bold? Water. It's Mm. just my personality. Pretty pretty fucking bold of you to drink water on on an actual play actually drunk podcast. Isn't it? Especially on four past two hundred. Especially on the one with the anniversary of episode two hundred. We're all celebrating tonight. Wow. Wow. Emily, how are you celebrating? I am celebrating with a new beverage, a wild state cider semi dry from Duluth, Minnesota. I feel like I'm transported to QVC. Don't worry, I got some good screenshots of that. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I hope you got a lot in succession so we could do a, we could do like a, a boomerang. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> uh, we gotta figure out that technology. It's quite delicious. And uh, now you guys got to see the can art. So you got, got an idea. What I feel like was. I'm there, Emily. Thanks for, thanks for taking me there. <laughs> Steve, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. Yeah. You know me. What are you drinking? Uh, all right. So I didn't quite finish off the bang hard tea, superb sweet tea that I, oh, uh, I think I revealed that we're recording two episodes in one night. Oops. Mm. Um, didn't quite finish that off, but I'm very close. So after that, I'll be rolling into this tall boy of Roac Brewing Co. Santani Italian Ice Kettle Sour Ale. Dude, did you pronounce <laughs> half of those words correctly? <laughs> That sounded really rough. Uh, <laughs> so, that sounded like a Rivaderci style. All right. Well, hold on. I did say Roak. R O A K. I think that's a salvageable pronunciation. Roke. Probably not Roke. right, but Roke potential. Is probably what I would say. <laughs> but how would you, I might be is, right. Is it Roanac or Roanoke? Depends on who how you do, ask. How do you um, pronounce oak? <laughs> It's oh, a, now I see what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah, now I see what you're getting at here. <laughs> How do you pronounce broke? Um, well, that's spelled differently. So, <laughs> what, do you, what, 
Well, that has an E at the end. This does not. Rocky. So uh, checkmate. Um, and then the other <laughs> word that I think I was getting called out on was sent Annie, which is C-E-N-T apostrophe A-N-N-I. So I think I'm right on that one. And I think I'm right on Roke. Um, then after that, I am going to be going back to the bang hard teas. And this is a raging raspberry hibiscus. That's it. Nice. Uh, as for me. Whoa. Celebrate. Whoa. <laughs> the, uh... Whoa. Celebrate the love of the anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> With the hams. Now these are the, this is the, um, classic can art, classic can art mm-hmm. gifted by Nathaniel. The, uh, Oh wow. The 30 rack. Well, the double 30, rack, the 60 pack. Yeah. Some people have six packs. Twice the we hams, twice packs. the pleasure. Yeah. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, it tastes just like PBR. Yeah. The. I don't know if we had this talk. We we discussed having this talk. We did not have this talk on air. Well, we did talk about the PBR thing. Before. The conspiracy, but these these classic the cans, classic cans do taste, taste a lot like PBR. like PBR. Maybe they're going back to their original recipe. Original recipe PBR. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of recipes, Brooks, what what did the uh, patrons have you concoct? Oh, well, Jason gave me gave me something pretty. Pretty special here uh, for the anniversary. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's good every time. It's, it, it sucks. Called <laughs> the Jungle Bird. Um, there's uh, well, I'll I'll disclose that I didn't quite measure out things. I just kind of wanted to finish up some bottles. Nice. So um, that's uh, the measurements that were going on. Um, Why they call them Poppin' Bottles Brooks? Mm. I think it's pronounced mm. Brooks. Brooks. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, no, it does make it worse because it is brewed in Royal Oak, Michigan. So it is definitely Dur- Dur- Royal Oak. Jury's still out. <laughs> Jury is still out. Anyway, wow, this is literally an abbreviation of Royal wow. Oak. Roke. That is some pretty convincing evidence, but I don't think that's definitive quite yet. <laughs> Up to your interpretation, yeah. for sure. Yeah. You say potato, I say Roak. <laughs> so I've got I've got the jungle bird. There is some dark rum, some Campari, but I had to substitute that with Aperol. Pineapple juice, lime juice, and go ahead. Yeah, Demer- go ahead. Demerara syrup. Demeroac. <laughs> Something like that. Nice. Well, well pronounced. Steve can agree that's probably the right pronunciation. Demerara. Demerara. Yeah, sounds right. Um, and. Let's let's give this let's give this one a go here. And it's delicious. That's good. Thank you, Jason. Nice. It really is. I, I would pass it around. If oh, how it, yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love a sip. How much uh, alcohol did you have to pour in there to see the coin at the bottom? <laughs> oh, you know, I might have already drank that. 
actually. Oh, that's great. That's I don't really need to good. worry about it because it's in the sippy cup. That's really good. Um, it's probably just the the amount of pineapple juice, but it it, it reminds me of a rum punch a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's delightful. Um, what's not delightful is that uh, once again, uh, just a reminder: Haley won the the drink poll, so it's rigged. Yeah, so you know. Rolling electronic dice and posting them in the chat. Who knows what she actually got, but she posted a 16. I did make sure that Steve was in the room when I did roll. Yeah, that is true. That's an honest man's play. Literally every time we all do this from work. (laughs) Well, Brooks asked me to come over. I'm sorry about this one singular time that Brooks got you. Come over. I have something important to do. Roll the dice because the boys have integrity. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. You do this. You screenshot too, Griffin. Integrity. I roll it right in front of Finn. (laughs) (laughs) The partially blind deaf dog. (laughs) He would tell you if I was lying. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I actually, you know, I get the people I work with on a work call, and I, I get mm. get them up on uh, on the old WebEx, and I say, you know, schedule meeting, fifteen minutes. Hey guys, can you watch me roll this? <laughs> I take the webcam, I roll the die, and I say, you know, just in case, just in case the board, yep, comes at me, I need you all to sign these sign these papers saying I did in fact roll what I rolled. You're pretty mm-hmm. ironclad. Pretty ironclad. I have uh, I have copies on my work computer. Yeah. So what witness- witnesses do you have? <laughs> yeah, where are your really? witnesses? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this last time it might have been Ronan. See, like the or the most mischievous yeah, animal Ron- you own, or maybe it was Marcy. One of the two. I feel like Marcy would trust you Marcy, Marcy would lie if she thought she was gonna get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I, just, I don't want to tell you. This is what we do every freaking time. Mm, yeah. And, and every time, yeah, you're the only one that's sus, huh? Every time. That's not true. I'm not sus. You should make make this. You're having this happen. And on the anniversary, no less. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Move past this. Your lust for the cup is too high. <laughs> Your sick goblet lust is tearing this podcast apart. <laughs> What are we going to do this episode, Griffin? I don't know. Uh, I'm worked up. I'm worked up. I live with this woman. Let's- next time you're going to watch me roll. Yeah, next time I bet you're going to drop it on the ground, too. <laughs> you're going to watch me there, roll. And we're going to put it in the, the middle of the table. It's 18. I can see it. Picks it up. Throws it in the dice tray. I see he's a dubious man. Not just on your character rolls, apparently, anymore. There's it's on no all of them. Dices. It's evolved. You took the next level feet dubious dice. Oh my god. You're getting you're gonna be ridiculous. Listen, I just calls him like I sees him. And uh you know, when last we left our heroes, they had taken a carriage ride to the Abbey of St. Lemirin. They adventured around the outskirts of the uh the building, dismantled a ship, and entered a building that was kind of not attached to the main church and that building contained a bunch of casks of wine you can tell that the uh, this has been converted into wine but it also contained several 
glowing green, fiery, undead creatures known as witch fires. You started combat with them, and at the end of round one, a couple of little, uh, little balls of balls of light appear. I think they're you, about to, you okay over there. <laughs> I'm so excited about these little balls of gas that I. <laughs> That you got some yourself? I got some myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making will-o'-wisps over here, if you hadn't noticed. Somebody give me a match. <laughs> Studio, go up in flames. It's worth it for the bit. <laughs> <laughs> we could rebuild it, Steve. <laughs> we have several times. So, the will-o'-wisps appear to the right of Matumbe and to the right and the... Um, the north of Air Bear, kind of back in the doorway and um, notably kind of blocking Freya off from the rest of the group as well as Rune. Uh, the one that is next to Matumbe is going to attack a now flanked Matumbe. Let's see how it does. Not well. A 19 against touch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's go. Come on. I wasn't sure if you got your touch a little bit better somehow. Nope. Still rolling around, big ass armor and shield. Yeah, well, that's nine points of electricity damage. Ooh, okay. And then uh, with a move action, it becomes invisible. The other one is going to attack at Eclipse. And this time it's a. Uh, 31 against touch, which will hit. Absolutely, it does. That's 10 points of electricity damage, and then it does the same thing. It turns invisible. That sucks, Griffin. <sighs> I don't make the rules. Take it up with um, Jason Bowman or someone. Whoever made the will wisp. At the start of the round, it is Air Bear's turn. Round two. All right. Oof. Just in a big old cluster here and on fire. I am. I am. I'm, I'm also sickened. Yeah. And so what I am going to do is take a five foot step back into the doorway. I do recognize that it blocks some some entry points. With that, he is still on fire, but uh, five feet away from the uh, witch fire person, allowing Eclipse to be able to uh, step in if needed. He is going to take a standard action to remove that second condition with a point of resolve. Nice. And that is all he is really able to do uh, this turn. Sure. It is the southernmost Witchfire's turn. Hmm. This one is going to shoot a ball of fire at Matumbe. Natural one misses him. Woo! Okay. Um, Let's go. It is going to take a step back just to kind of distance itself. The one further into the room is up. Call it by what Foundry calls it. The sexy witch fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take a five foot step and attack the lopper. Oh, how dare you? How dare? Uh, 23 against touch. That does hit. 
Mm-hmm. By actually a ton. Yeah, probably. My touch is seven right now because I'm big. <laughs> that is 20 points of fire damage, and I need the lopper to make me a will save. Okay. Would this be enchantment spells or effects? No. 13. You on fire, dummy. <laughs> right. Got him. You are sickened, vulnerable to fire, and under the effects of fairy fire. Finally, the fervent witch fire, who is next to uh, Matumbe and Quinley, seeing Quinley on fire, is going to attack Quinley. That's a 24 against touch. That is a success. Okay. Uh... Factoring in the vulnerability, that is 36 points of fire damage. Hey, Freya! Uh, be, be ready with the breath of life in a couple rounds. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, man! And then the switch fire is going to take a five foot step back. Next in the order is Freya. Air Bear has stepped and is standing right in the doorway, right in front, uh, blocking Freya from the room. What a dingus. And she realizes the witch fire that stepped back is now just out of the reach of her channel. And she can't five foot step into the doorway. So she's going to have to. Can you open the door? She could open the door, but even if she five foot stepped into the doorway, that's the other doorway is 40 feet. So it's too far. She has to be within 35 feet. Standard action, open the door, five foot step, channel as a swift action. So she would have to, she saw that there was a creature in the space she would need to oh, occupy. Oh yeah, that's true. And sh- so I don't, she's not going to attempt to step into that square. So she moves in and she will go in between Air Bear and Matumbe. Okay. Notably, she does not get attacked. Okay. Then now that Freya has stepped into the room and can see that all of the witch fires are close enough to her to channel, and Matumbe gave her that information, she channels positive energy to harm them and then excludes Rune and Quinley. So I'm going to need will saves from the creatures that are affected. I guess I could give you those. I don't want to, but... Get them. <laughs> Let's see. The one closest to you guys gets a... Let's see. Do they have a bonus? They do not. Okay. Gets a 16. That The fails? next one gets... An 18, also and the fail? final one gets, ooh, a natural one. Fails. Three fails. So each of them takes 23 points of damage. Nice. You guys needed that. And that's Freya's whole turn. Next in the order is Quinley. Okay. Quinley. Oh, dear. He's going to try and be safe. 
by doing what Quinley does best. That's a spring attack against the foe that moved five feet away from him. So he's going to move ten feet up, make make one attack with his plus one silver rapier, and then move ten feet back. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, that's quite good. 32. That hits. Quite good indeed. Okay. Now get ready to take this enemy off the board. Five points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Goes to two. Hey, Quinley, you did better than Air Bear did. How, how are you doing <laughs> five damage, man? Well, that is a D6 plus two. I'm sickened. Um, and I can't get sneak attack because there's no precision on these guys. So um, he's also triple classed. I know that. I know that. You, could, uh, you could use his feet to give him like the ghost slayer feet or whatever. That would be great. You're talking about the brawler thing, right? Yeah. Uh, not available, but yes, that would be cool. It's not available? No, man. I, I've looked at, um, I've been looking for incorporeal ghosts. I'm, I'm looking through this list. Nope. There's, there's nothing that's going to help him in this situation. Okay. Rune. All right. Well, Rune can do all of one thing. Shoot. Which is shoot. Shoot, so, baby, shoot. I'm going to go at the one that keeps getting attacked. Mm-hmm. Like. I feel like that makes sense at this point. So that'll be the uh, mini shot to start. Sounds like the number to beat is two points of damage. See if you can (laughs) top it. 34. Yep. Okay. Next one. Not going to hit. And the last one's also not going to hit. So many shot goes through. What happened to your ability to hit? You used to be rolling like 40s. Well, because I just rolled a four and a nine, and also I haven't made anything my ranger focus because I don't have a ton of those, so I usually leave them to harder enemies. Anyways, I rolled decent damage, though. Um, 25 damage. Mm, it seems a lot like 12 to me. Yeah, I figured it would seem pretty close to 12 for you. Cool. Whoa. You're halfway there. Matumbe. Okay. Matumbe is going to take a five foot step up. He is now threatening this one that we have been focusing on quite a bit. He's going to swing twice with the Book of the Raven. This is an Undead Bane book, so let's see what we got. Uh, boy. He's going to go ahead and throw an inspiration on that. Sure. Mm, uh oh. 26 total. Wait, it's Undead Bane 28. You got it. All right, cool. Mark that off before I get it. All right, let's do a little damage here. 32 points of damage. Okay, it does not die from being struck. Okay, well then here comes another one. Dirty 20. Nope. Okay, that's it. Okay. Eclipse. All right. Eclipse is going to move through the Lopper Square to get next to this witch fire that is considered the sexy witch fire. And she is. Mm, the sexy. Mm, Careful. Nice. Yeah. 
I want to attack the one that keeps getting hit, but also this one hasn't been touched and that like concerns me. So I'm gonna go for the sexy witch fire. Freya did damage to it. Oh, that mm -hmm. is true. You know, the highest damage dealer so far. <laughs> Some might say 28. That. 28 to hit? Mm -hmm. That hits. Okay. That is 27 points from a ghost touch weapon. That all goes through. I need you to make me a will save. Oh, shit. Forgot about this. Oh, yeah. I guess I need Matuma to make me a will save, too. Because you're not uh, currently on fire. Hands on the chest piece. Uh, yeah, I know. All right. I got a 17 off the die. Low go. 30s. Not like mind affected. Nope. Oh, shadow. Nope. Okay. In fact, the opposite of shadow. It's you know, <laughs> quite bright. Quite bright. <laughs> Fire's in the name 15? of the creature. Yes. You're on fire. Uh, so you're sickened and you are under the effects of fairy fire and you are vulnerable to fire. All right. It's the Lopper's turn. <laughs> okay. I think you should just be able to. Five foot step, I guess. Yep. Has full range, and then it's gonna slam twice. At the sexy witch fire. The sexy witch fire next to Eclipse. Um, I get so much enjoyment out of the fact that Foundry throws these random adjectives in front of creatures. I can. I there's really an like option it. where I could just have it be witch fire one, witch fire two. <laughs> it's like throw a random adjective. <laughs> you made the right call. Yeah. yeah, you made the right call. Absolutely. That's How's he doing. That's why you're CEO of the company. Obviously, you. you, you got, I, I know what to make a witch fire. <laughs> sexy baby. You, you got your finger on the pulse. <laughs> I got. I know what the people want. <laughs> uh, I I had a uh, double thirty twos. Those both hit. Okay. Nice. Thirty one for the first hit, and twenty for the second hit. Okay. What now, Griffin? Well, now the willowists appear. Hmm. As they attack Freya. Very mean. You know, realizing that she uh, is the primary damage dealer of the group. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, 27 against touch. Oh, yeah. And a 25 against touch. Is she flanked? Yep. Yes. It's a good thing this isn't second edition. <laughs> good. Uh... First one's only five points of electricity damage. Second one is, again, only five points of electricity damage. As they just zip, zip, you, and then both go invisible. Their bear is up at the start of round three. All right. Wow, these these wisps are so They're willful, lame. aren't they? That's why they call them <laughs> will-o'-wisps. Well, actually, I think they're patient and pierced, but... Correct. Yeah, patient and pierced. I don't know how you get a pierced will-o'-wisp, but Foundry did it. I don't know, but I want to meet one. I'm playing impatient. No tax of opportunity. Let's just wait it out. Yeah. So, uh, it's man. So, Air Bear's challenge is against the witch fire that is a little bit of ways here. It's a fervent witch fire, yeah. Oh, the fervent one. It would actually be closer to you if you didn't run out of the building, but yes. <laughs> it ran away from me, Air Bear, actually. Air Bear's just yelling fire in a movie theater here. <laughs> you, know? you, you did not deserve that bar, I'm sorry, He runs out of the building. <laughs> He's heading to the pier. He's heading to the pier to jump in. Might not be a bad strategy. 
sailing home. <laughs> not in the boat. You busted up the boat. <laughs> well, I can, go, <laughs> I can go find that rudder. You or sail. Uh, don't touch oh, the steering wheel. Yeah. I definitely right. take and, that off on my sheet. And the sail is all messed up. All right, fine. Bear <laughs> <laughs> runs over, mode of blasting. <laughs> 66 of pure mental damage. You see him just like both hands gone. <laughs> He's like covered in smoke. <laughs> and his hands just like kind of crawl out of his vest and pop back the on. The worst migraine ever. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well. Ibra's gonna try to get back in in the fight against this will-o'-wisp. Not sure exactly where these other will-o'-wisps are, but the first movement going to be through Freya's square, and then on to the one below her, if that is available. It is available. Which way are you going? Are you going through Freya, Correct. and then Matumbe, and then down? Or are you going through... Freya, and then down, and then over. If I oh, I'd like to I'd like to double jump this through two of the other PCs here. Okay, if you go through Matumbe, you get an attack of opportunity from the Witchfire, so it's coming at you as you move through a threatened square. Ah, that was really dumb. Um, but that is a thirty-one against touch, which yipper dippers. We're gonna get some empowered fire. That's 36 fire. Cool. All right. I took, I took the vulnerability into account, so I did it for you. Thank you. All right. Air Bear is going to swing. Oh, if this, if it could be critted, it would. This is 39. That'll hit. Perfect. Sadly, it won't crit. I know. It, what a shame. For 36 damage. 36 damage. That's good damage. But halved. All right. Next in the order is the controlling witchfire. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like you all breaking the rules. Fair. A witchfire bolt is coming at Freya. Okay. Ooh, what's my crit range on these guys? Probably just a nat 20. Yep. Shame, uh, but a 19 on the die will certainly hit you. Go ahead and make me a will save. Is this a spell or spell-like ability? No. All right. That is a 21. 21 fails. So first you take 22 points of fire damage, and then you are burning just like your friends. Vulnerable to fire. Ah. Sickened. And goddammit, none of you are going invisible. Tell you right now, you're all fairy-fired. You see that fire a mile away. Shouldn't have come here. Good luck sneaking for the rest of the adventure. For the next ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the combat is going. Not to be outdone, the sexy witch fire takes a five foot step back, lobs a good old, uh, good old witch fire bolt at Freya. Oh no! Oh, that sounds like a ranged attack, right? It is. Yes. What is the lopper's reach though now? Should probably be ten feet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, still, still, this is gonna happen. So. Mm. That means 18 on the die definitely get you. You want to give me the lopper stuff? I gotta wanna, get to the sheet because I was just on wanna make sure. I mean, this one's got pretty good health, but uh, want to make sure it doesn't go down. I'm guessing a 19 doesn't hit. Well, 19 doesn't even hit, so ah, uh, get out of here. Uh, however, he's not used to being large. 
18 on the die definitely hits Freya's touch AC, so, uh... 46 points of fire damage. I took your vulnerability oh. into account. Freya is really not looking good. Well, unfortunately, it's the Fervent Witchfire's turn, and the Fervent Witchfire is going to take a step back and try and kill the Cleric. Here comes another witch fire bolt, Freya. Let's see if your touch AC can withstand. Ooh, that's cocked eye. Uh-oh. I don't think it can, but we'll see. 21. Against touch? Touch. Probably. I mean, probably for the slow old lady dwarf. <laughs> Lumbering ass old lady. <laughs> Did she use her walker? Did she bring her walker in the carriage? <laughs> So I feel like at this point, Frey needs to pull out all the stops that she has. So, she, oh, is Define Interference the one where I need to call it? No, I can call it after it's rolled. Yep. So. You're going to Divine Interference this? Divine Interference it. What level spell are you using? First level spell. Okay. Minus one to this. 18 on the die. Oh no. <laughs> Worse. I mean it was gonna it was gonna hit either way. Okay, let's see how fire resistant an old dwarf is. This is not gonna be good, guys. Like like you're gonna die. Like could could permanently die. Uh, uh, what now? Freya has okay. 23 hit points and is vulnerable to fire. Yeah. This is not going well. She just took... She took 22 and then 46 points of damage already this round. Mm -hmm. So that's 68 points of damage in one round for the ranged cleric. Yeah. Uh, it's another 36 points of damage. I'm taking your vulnerability into account there. Freya's con, 12. Negative hit point, 13. Only character with breath of life, down. That sucks. Oh, wait, I have something. Hold on. Oh, yeah. I hope. What do you got? Oh, no, it's nothing that can help her. Just, I wrote a death sequence a while ago. <laughs> I mean, I really don't think there's anything else. I tried to divine interference. She hadn't channeled, which that wouldn't help. Her boots aren't activated, but that doesn't help when you're dead or unconscious. Burnt to a crisp. We can pay someone to bring her back, right? Yeah, if you can make it out of this. Which isn't looking good either. We got a few more bodies we can throw at these things. Freya burnt to a crisp falls to the ground and in her last moments as she's falling instead of seeing her friends around her her vision shifts she's sitting in the woods around a campfire surrounded by friends from the whole adventure there's a fire and the fire starts to go out as the light dims she slowly sees that Instead of the healthy group of companions that she's been traveling with, their skin is slowly starting to turn a sickly shade of gray 
and they have boils and pustules forming all across them as they start to show advanced signs of disease. It progresses quickly as the shadow starts to fall on the group. Freya stands up and tries to go to them, but as she touches them, it only makes their skin crumple like old parchment. The fire fades to just embers, and as those embers fall apart, her friends also crumble to dust. She stands alone in the middle of the circle. I have given all that I have to help those who needed it most. I have loved and been loved, ushered life in and ushered it out. I have made my own fate and shaped the fate of those around me. My actions have planted seeds for a better world. There is still so much to do for those who follow in my footsteps. But for me, my time has come. And her vision fades to black. And those around the combat see their rock, the only person that's gotten them through all of these fights, crumble to ash. Her charred remains just blow slightly. It would have been her turn, but Quinley is up. Because there truly is no rest for the wicked. And I'm just going to go ahead and hit delete. Oh, no, I can't see anything. So sad. <laughs> you couldn't at least put the little death token on her? All right, I'll give you the death token. Is that letter C? Control C. Rude. <laughs> give her the death token. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. So... In this moment, yes, yes, it is Quinley's turn. He's about to act. But Matumbe is right next to Freya as she gets hit with this fire and it washes over her. She's burning to a crisp and then turns to ash and she starts like spreading across the ground and into the wind. And Matumbe, his jaw just drops in shock. He's seen several of his friends come close and actually die over the last few days. But this one does hit particularly close to home. If we wind back the clocks, not too terribly far back, but pre-episode one or from what episode 100, but like he gave his last will and testament to Freya because he thought he believed that Freya would outlive him. And to see her fall is just another companion in this this quest, this inquisition, this mission to get it done. And that hits really, really hard. This is his curse to yeah. see all of his friends disappear or die. Pretty much. And it's not getting easier. You would you would think somebody would seeing this over and over and over again get hardened to it, but um, it's getting closer. You know, it's it's Quinley, it's Sawyer, it's um, people that are around the party, but not necessarily part of it, Lyra being the exception. But now, like, Air Bear died, and Freya died. He's ready to 
fucking wreck shit and I really don't know where we're going from this but Quinley is going to take a uh, a move action to key on martial flexibility he is going to key on blind fight and he is going to try and strike out into the square right above Freya's ashen corpse where he <laughs> believes a will-o'-wisp to be and he can only get one action this round but he's going to try and stab at it with his silver sheen rapier oh motherfucker 19 against a will-o'-wisp 19 does not hit the will-o'-wisp okay well had it I would have rolled concealment twice but here we are that is his turn Oh, the, the Will-O-Wisps get some uh, fast healing because they're next to a dead creature. Mm. The little, yeah. little ability they have. I'm sure they do. <laughs> oh, boy. Rune. I mean, Rune's got to shoot, right? That's what she can do. She can't help Freya. That's uh, certainly not her area of expertise. So she's going to shoot at the controlling witch fire. Okay. 31. 31 hits. 30. Hits. 24. Meets beats. I hit on everything? Mm-hmm. Oh, I let's go. Rip it up. Let's go. 66 points of damage. Okay. That was great damage, yeah. by the way. It was. Thanks. Matumbe. Which is the one that killed Freya? Uh, it the was fervent. the fervent witch fire. Oh, that is the one that he's actually been working on. Yeah, the one you've done the most damage to. Clinging onto life was able to fire out a witch firebolt and kill. Maybe if that second attack actually hit, we wouldn't be in this situation. He moves five feet up and attacks twice. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I want to do on top of that. I'm automatically getting the bane because the book. Mm -hmm. You know what? Uh, Swift action to channel smite. Do you know, your teamwork feet? Um, or do I have to you, be threatening? You would have to be threatening. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, good catch, but unfortunately, no. I did roll a two on the die. What I am going to do is enact the second chance feat to forego making a second attack as a full attack and re-roll my first attack. Sure. It's a lot better. That is a nine on the die. That's a 26. I can't remember if a 26 hit. It does. Okay, dope. Then I hit. And I'm going to need... Fucking Christ, I should have been doing this the whole time. I need uh, I need will saves. Yeah, it uh, it doesn't get destroyed. All right, well, then I need a will save for the positive energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18. 18 is a success. You're going to take half of the damage for that. Mm-hmm. 26 points of damage before the positive energy damage. What does it look like? Okay, so obviously I did roll twice, but like let's just theatrical this. Instead, he bounds up, his book starts to glow, and he just roars with this rage seeing this creature that just crisped his friend, and he brings it down it shatters into this glowing green ectoplasm that splatters onto the ground and he looks at the two other witch fires that are 
you know, like one of them's at like three o'clock from him. One of them's at like 10 o'clock from him. And he points at the one at three with his book and he points at the other with his shield. And you just see this like this visage of rage on his face. It's going down. And as an immediate action, because Airbear's challenge has been broken, he is going to chain that challenge to the controlling witch fire, uh, the one opposite to the one Matumbe just looked at. Sure. Eclipse. Eclipse is going to take a five foot diagonal step up to the sexy witch fire, and uh, she has. Boy, if she had the Barbarian Rage class feature, it would be in overtime right now. Or overdrive. So she is going to attack twice at the Sexy Witchfire. Natural two on the first die for a 17. And then uh, the second die, though, was a natural 16 for a 26. Yep, that does it. Great. 29 ghost touch damage. Okay. Yeah, the lopper is also gonna take a five foot step up and slam. Okay. Come on and slam if you wanna jam. Got a natural twenty, but I know that doesn't do anything. Hey, that's still a hit. Yeah, we'll we'll take hits at this point. We'll take hits. Uh, this party has taken a lot of hits. We don't want to do that anymore, actually. Twenty one to hit for the next one. Twenty one does not hit. Okay. 28 points of damage. All right. It is the pierced Will-O-Wisp's turn. It takes a five-foot movement, becomes visible, attacks Quinley. Natural 20. Oh, my God. Quinley is susceptible to crits. Yes, he is. (laughs) Um, How is a um, 23 against touch? You got it. Okay. Pretty shit crit. 10 points of electricity. Oh, yeah, you're not kidding. Yeah. But it still hurts. 48. Sure. It's 3331. Three, Ooh, okay. The next one, five foot steps and becomes visible. It attacks. Now with the flank. 19 on the die. We'll do it. Yep. 12 points of electricity. Higher than the crit. I know. It's, <laughs> it's D8 plus nothing, so it's 2D8 and. Yeah, yeah. Then they both go invisible. Air Bear. All right. As long as Air Bear doesn't run into anything, he is going to move 10 feet to the south, being five feet away from the controlling Fire Witch and attack. If he could only crit, but definitely is going to hit with a 38. Yep, that's that's a bit more than you need. For 35 damage. This time, as you slash through it, you feel it stick, and you, you feel like you've struck essence as it as this witch fire just like disperses into coals. Awesome. Oh boy. It's the sexy witch fire's turn. Takes a five foot step back and is going to attack at Eclipse. How? She's got a ranged attack. Okay. Is that like a, you know, attack of opportunity from the lopper? Mm-hmm. That's gonna hit. 
Sure. Making a big, such a good idea. Yeah. Giant ethereal serial killer. <laughs> 30 points of damage. Okay. Coming at Eclipse. A 20 against touch. Yeah. Okay. 36 points of fire damage. I took your vulnerability into account. Okay. Quinley. As far as Quinley knows, he's still flanked by two Will-O-Wisps. Mm-hmm. He is going to attack twice at the one to the north of him. He has blind fight on. So let's see if he hits. Natural one? Yeah, natural one. Let's try his second attack. Natural eight. Uh, 17. Nope. Dope. Rune. All right. Rune cannot see any active enemies Ooh, right now. And, and so I'm sorry. He he. I I wanted to do this. Um. He he. Five foot steps to break the flank. Sure. He doesn't run into anything. Good. Rune would step just inside next to Freya's ashen corpse, and would now see the other witch fire in the room, and she would shoot. Okay. Twenty nine. Twenty nine hits. That is only fourteen damage. Matumbe. Matumbe is in a, a total rage. He moves 15 feet up to be right up in the face of the sexy witch fire and is going to try and smash it with the book. Uh, once again, channeling positive energy to see if he can channel smite it. 17 off the die. Definitely get it. That is low 30s to hit, which I know mm-hmm. does. Yep. So I'm going to need two will saves. The first one for disruption. It's not disrupted. All right. Second one for channel smite. 12. That is a failure. So you will take full channel smite. Let's do the regular damage first. 23 points of regular damage. Okay. And then channel smite is 23 points of positive energy. As you bring the book down from behind you, you just see these golden butterflies coalesce around the book and you slam it down on the witch fire and as it like flames up at you the butterflies like smother it and it dissipates fuck yeah nice and he's just like yelling in rage like incomprehensible words just pumping energy through his book smashing through witch fires um he's cut loose right now eclipse uh matumi i'm gonna need you to tone down the noise um here in a minute and she casts echolocation on herself. Okay. So oh, I, I thought you were like, shut up. Someone else is going to hear you. But no, you're actually making a sound tactical decision. Yeah. Nice. So for the next a sound one- tactical decision. Get out of here. <laughs> Someone has died, Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> this is no time for tomfoolery. <laughs> for the next 110 minutes. I have blind sight for 40 feet. That's pretty awesome. good. Fuck yeah. You see where they are. Yeah. And I'm going to walk directly up next to one of them and be ready for their nonsense. And yeah, I can say there's one directly in front of me um, towards, you know, the outdoor. And there's another one right between Rune and Quinley. I hate it when people get between me and Rune. <laughs> you gotta leave room for Will-O-Wisps. <laughs> Alright, so... I, well, I cast a spell. 
Oh, yeah, never mind. So you just moved up to it. Correct. I moved up to it because now that I can see it 100%, if it becomes, like, if it casts a spell or moves out of threatened range, I can now attack of opportunity. Yep. It's a lopper's turn. And the lopper cannot see. But you pointed it out. I did point it out. And so he can actually reach it from here. Mm-hmm. And so what? It's a 50-50? Yep. If you can even hit it. High hits? Yes, high hits. 55! Yeah! <laughs> uh, let's see if your attack roll is. Oh, do I have to do a percentile for every attack roll? For every attack roll, yeah, but also you, you have to roll an attack roll to see if you hit, not just a percentile. I understand, but I like to know that first. So I'm going to roll okay, my fine. other percentile. Roll your other percentile. Then. And that was 79. So okay. both will hit nice. if I roll well. So first one's a 17, and that will not hit. Nope. But the second one, this is a lot higher, 28. That hits. 27 points of damage. Okay. Next in the order are the Will-O-Wisps. Um, the one in front of Quinley is going to move around Quinley and then attack him, and it will become visible. Ooh, matchy 19. That'll hit him. Ghost to... No, he got him. (laughs) 12 points of electricity. The man is looking substantially fried. (laughs) Like a static shock might... Um, I would say... He could probably take 12 static shocks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Eclipse is going to get attacked by the one in front of her. Natural one. uh, And then it's going to use its move action to go back invisible. Uh, Notably, the other one could not use an action to go back invisible. So it's visible next to Quinley. Bear bear. Where are the other Will-O-Wisp? I already pointed it out to you. The clips well, is literally standing move. there, like, <laughs> pointing. As long as it didn't move, but it just still went invisible. Nah, here. she just All has right. her axe straight pointing out. You, awesome. There's no doubt here. 10 feet up for Air Bear. He is going to attack at it with his blind sight ability. You have blind fight, right? A blind fight. Okay. Blind fight. Very, very different. Yes. <laughs> Oh boy, would a 25 hit? 25 would not hit. Okay, so that is his turn then because so these guys he are shocking actually in more than one way. Shocking I'm in the worst so ways. I'm nervous. And I only have two willow wisps on the board and I can see them. <sighs> it's Quinley's turn. Time to bring the fucking ruckus. Let's go. Hey. Hey, bitch, right up in front of me, <laughs> you floating head. Your friends killed my friend, and I'm not happy about it. Here we go. Uh-oh, it's upper decker time. <laughs> Uh-oh, uh, that's 25, which we know doesn't hit. <laughs> 25 doesn't hit. However, you could take a five-foot step up and flank with a lopper. All right, Would you so, like to do that? So I did want to do that, but there's a bunch of trash in that it's square. It's okay. You could, yeah, you could move through that. All right, I, w- I, want, I was planning on doing that, but... There's a bunch of trash in that square, oh, oh, so I, I assumed I could not. Okay. Okay. Five foot, five foot step. Diagonal. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter which one he does; he still flanks with the lopper. Yeah, but if you do a diagonal, if it moved five feet, it would you would still have a flank with him. I see what you're saying there. Okay, so yeah, he he moves up five feet, um, delivers that twenty-seven to hit that incredible monologue. Yes, twenty-seven sure, to hit. Yeah, that hits. 
Griffin, can I throw a little sneak attack on here? You can. No? You can. It can. It can be sneaked. Wow! How exciting! It can be snook. Okay, snooked for the first time. This almost two-episode combat, Quinley is achieving a sneak attack. What achievement? It's actually uh, pretty good for him. There we go. <sighs> He's still sickened, so that's gonna hurt a little bit. But that's gonna be 19 points of damage. What does it look like? I mean. He runs it through the skull, and it's just on his rapier like a rotisserie chicken on a spit. And then he flings it off into the pile of trash. Hmm, rotisserie chicken, you say? Sounds delicious. Rune's turn. Uh, Rune is going to delay until after Eclipse and the Lopper. Okay. Matumbe's turn. He knows where this thing is, so he's going to move up 15 feet and swipe at it with the book. 17 on the die. Let's see if you could uh, win that 50-50. Ooh, uh, Matumi does not have blind fights, but you do have the over-under feet. Ah! Blades above and below? Yeah. Definitively doesn't help me on a concealment roll, but- Oh yeah, go ahead and take a plus one of your (laughs) D100 roll. Hey, I'll take that. 32. Doesn't I was going to say, if you get a 49, I'll fucking allow it. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, I do not have uh, something that helps me out there. Thank you for trying to help Brooks, and thank you for being lenient on the 1% Griffin, <laughs> but it does not help Sometimes in this case. Sometimes 1% is all the difference. Uh, that is very true. That is true. <laughs> Eclipse. All right. Uh, Eclipse is going to attack twice. Yeah, so the first one won't hit because I rolled a four on the die, but the second one is a 27. Yes. Yep. Okay. That As we know. 23 points of ghost touch damage. Okay. And ghost then, touch doesn't matter here. Well, it, I'm, I'm saying everything, Griffin. You can say whatever you want because it's the lobber's turn. And the lobber is going to try to attack twice. Hey, you could, he could take a step and try and get a flank with uh, Freya's charred body. I don't think she's threatening anymore. Yeah, I guess that R of menace is gone now. Right. I would I wouldn't be too menaced. <laughs> Does a 26 hit? Yes. Means means. <laughs> so fucking rude. <laughs> so fucking you rude. I know, I know. <laughs> I got a 68 on the 58% thing. That hits. 21. What's it look like? Well, the lopper in his ectoplasmic, very slimy form just kind of... He's not slimy! No, he is. Honey, if I walk through walls, there is a level of mucus that stays on there for an hour. I don't like it. That is the descriptor. Yeah, but I'm God, and I don't want it to be slimy, so it's not. (laughs) Nah, the lopper takes out his slimy hand, and he bitch slaps this willowist to the ground. I love that. I love that so much. I think I need you guys to finish your drinks and pour one out for Freya. Oh, I cry. I knew it. Slaughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. 
Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo, Inc. and used with permission.